0: We're talking on the podcast with a creative consultant, a veteran, very much a veteran of many decades experience, graphic arts and create creativity and media, Christianity, church missions uh, with Orland Stoffer. You can find Orlan, O-R-L-E-N. Stoffer is uh, spelled S-T-A-U-F-F E R dot com. I believe that's where you can find Orlin. Yeah. And I'm sure he's on a number of different channels and platforms uh, and such. And we're having a great conversation with Orlin. Uh, I was going to bring up the, the challenge. How do you keep, when you're in ministry, how do you keep your media fresh? Is it, you know, make sure you don't go long periods of time with, without, you know, introducing and uh, uploading something new? How do you do it?
1: Wow how do you keep it fresh? Well, I think the thing is, is the way you view it. You don't want to just rehash and copy what other people did. You know, there's, uh, first of all, I feel like the Lord is in your heart. The Lord is present. If you're, if you're living off of the daily communion with the Lord, he brings, you have to be fresh. You have to stay fresh with your own devotion, with your own disciplines, with before the Lord in prayer. And, and then, the other is look for needs, watch the news, uh, watch, listen to the hearts of the people around you. If one person expresses a need that they have, probably several dozen others in your circle do, look at how to feed sheep, not how to look good and how to be cool and clever. You can do something so cool and amazing, but remember the art, the artist, the expression of the artist is what's important. Make sure that you're expressing something of value. You know, you may, I, I, I like it to a painter. He can buy the best paint. He can buy the finest canvas, even get the most intricately crafted frame, and he can spend hours trying to create something that he thinks is cool. But when you look at a Rembrandt, the frame and the canvas and the paint don't mean anything. It's the amazing impulse you get. The inspiration you gather from, uh, I think you did a painting of Jesus in the, Calming the Storm. My gosh, what an amazing image. But that's what, it, and it speaks volumes to needy people who, that that metaphor of the storm can reach so many hearts. And even today, that painting speaks to me and to thousands of others. And I think that's what we need to look at is, what is the heart, what is the heartache of the people around you? Or what are the great joys? What causes the most delight in people you're communicating with and reading about? Um, and then speak to that. Every year, every week, I lead a prayer for a national, a, a nation or an unreached people group at our church. I don't just go and read the encyclopedia or read the history. I, I, go, I go and look at the news and say, what, what's going on in that country? What's going on in that people group? I'll do a research. I want to pray and meet the need of that Particular quintessential moment. And am I hitting your answer there? Maybe I've gone all yeah. around it.
0: But- no, no, you're doing fine. You made me think of a, a story, uh, an anecdote I hadn't thought about in many years. That uh, when reading the autobiography of the late Billy Graham, the great, probably the greatest evangelist of the 20th century, he would start three months before a crusade and he would subscribe to the local newspaper. Let's say he was going to do a crusade in Boise, Idaho. Yeah. Well, three three months in advance, he would they would have they would start subscribing to the main newspaper uh, in Boise, and he would receive the daily newspaper in North Carolina yeah. where he was at. Yeah, there and you go. every day he would be reading what was important in Boise, and then he would weave in uh, into his messages for those three or four days in a row, nights in a row. Uh, local events and local themes so he was talking their language he did his research before he did his speaking and i just thought that's the simplest thing in the world and so incredibly important
1: yeah yeah craig that is um that is so true i like in the church sometimes if people go to church kind of like to go to a fitness club and they want to get better they want to lose weight, they wanna get more a better physique, they wanna be more healthy and all that's good. And health clubs are wonderful and we need them. But if you took a camera into a health club and and all the people exercising and all, you broadcast that, and that's like, I think the people at home sitting on their couches and in their, wherever they are, you never know, but we can't just broadcast a live fitness session. And you wanna do something that inspires people to attend a thing like that and you don't want them to be more aware of their neediness you want to inspire them to be better healthier and uh, you can't just teach them what you got to do this exercise in that way you have to give them something that motivates them and i feel like churches so many times try to show how how fun it is to to be in 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 church you know and in the worship time, or how uh, wonderful our preacher is. But let's not become like a, a, a fitness club promotion. You know, it's got to be more, it's got to be deeper, it's got to touch lives. And I think COVID 19 was God's gift to the church uh, in many ways. Our assumptions on how we do media force churches into, into broadcasting in some way or another and to reach, meet needs when people can't gather. That was unthinkable, you know, because the, the big key to spiritual health used to be church attendance. You had to attend church to be healthy. Now we're saying, well, we have to put this into something people can feed on at home or in, uh, on their devices. And so that new gathering place is the media. It's the internet. It's outside the walls of the room where everything happens. And I think that's I love the title of your program called Six Ways to Sunday," because that's exactly what I think we need to be rethinking. There are other ways to create Sunday, yeah, besides just yeah. pushing out our message on Sunday morning. Yeah.
0: I've, I found uh, during COVID, and then now coming through it, that the churches that did the best uh, connected to their audience or the congregations were one were churches that already had a media program going before COVID mm-hmm. yeah. for the most part. Uh, yeah. if they, if they were doing media and had a vision for that before COVID, then they just made their, their changes. Cause all of a sudden literally on a Sunday, you don't have anybody sitting in your church. It's empty. There's nobody other than a camera and a pastor and a worship team. Uh, and that's it. Uh, and maybe the sound man at the back or whatever it would be. Um, the other thing I, I saw, and I don't, I don't want to belabor this. It's, it's one of my pet peeves, over and over again. I, I dealt with over twenty different churches, in during the COVID time, especially in the first uh, three to six months, because everyone was in a panic. Mm-hmm. Number one thing pastors would ask was what equipment to buy. Yeah. Number one yeah. equipment, not about people, not about media team. Yeah. It was I. I literally had a church send me a bid for equipment and they hadn't even gotten to the lights. And the bid was $61,000 Yeah,
1: and,
0: and said, is, is this bid? Okay. And I said, well, I know the, the, the company that you're talking to, they're really good. And if you've talked to them and you think this is what you want, great, but who's going to run it Well, we're going to get volunteers, who's going to train them? Well, we'll just set up the equipment. And <laughs> I, I just, oh. I, I, this will never, this will never, uh, stop being my pet peeve. We, I, I've worked in network and television, as, as have you. In network TV, we never, hardly ever talked about equipment. We talked about the best program we could produce. And then we go get the equipment to go make that program, to record and create that. Yeah, in the, church, in the yeah. church, over and over again, we don't talk about how good of a program we're making or visual storytelling. We're talking about, let's go buy a whole lot of expensive gear. And, yeah. and I'm just thinking oh, yeah. it's, it's it, typewriters and computers don't write the great American novel. An author does, a writer does. Okay, I'm off my soapbox.
1: No, what? You struck a chord with me because I feel like any, you know, we talk about obeying God. If God tells you you have a need and he's given you a commission, he's called you, like, go into all the world. You know, uh, this gospel shall be preached in all nations. There's all kinds of means. And, you know, guys like William Carey made the biggest, most wonderful printing press in India. And for decades was the main publisher in that country. Um, so there are times when you create out of obedience to God. Is So you start with God and you start with his desire to bless people and to heal and to restore and redeem and transform lives i have an example i'd love to i love this one um you know moses's day exodus 35 there's these guys Be- bezalel and Oholiab. holy mm-hmm. yeah of my favorite oh. characters exodus
0: yeah, 31 some, exodus 30 31, 31 exodus 35 round in there
1: yeah 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 31 too yeah as, as well um bezalel and Oholiab were craftsmen and it says they were filled with god's spirit so number one, if you're going to be an effective media person, you're going to start designing facilities, uh, you're going to start buying equipment, are you doing it out of obedience to a mandate from God to deliver his message clearly? God told Moses to build this Ark of the Covenant and build the tabernacle and very intricately instructed, very precisely crafted and it was a work of beauty. And these dudes assembled a team of craftsmen like you wouldn't believe. And they just as they wandered in that wilderness and all the nations looked on, they're saying, my gosh, look at these, this this is some, these are some amazing people. Look at the creativity. And you know, God gave it to them. Right. Well, you know what? These same guys, I don't I can't say this exactly were the same guys, but when Moses went to the mountain and didn't come back in time, what did these same guys do? They built a golden calf, right? They made a golden calf.
0: They melted down it, jewelry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So are, is your gear creating an Ark of the Covenant under God's instruction, or are you building a golden calf that's yes. going to bring a curse on your church and on your people? Preach it,
0: Orland. Preach it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's you know, good. that's
1: where I, you know, are you, when people are doing what you're saying, they're buying all this gear. I hope they're doing it in the fear of the Lord, you know, because God won't bless what's not, what he had commanded. And uh, just to be like uh, another church down the street, that's really got it. Well, you could be more effective with your little iPhone devices and um, some, oh, I call disco lighting, you know, uh, uh, not, you know, just house, house lights, than you can with um, all those, cameras now that are so expensive and then you got to have people that understand them well the other so, thing is is
0: is the cameras many times will just sit there for the whole week yeah 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 then, then you turn them on on sunday morning
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: and maybe wednesday night maybe yeah yeah and uh and such finishing up our time with uh, Orland orlan stauffer creative consultant and uh if you were to scratch scratch the surface you would find a a visual storyteller and a graphic artist uh, there as well with Orlan. Great time talking to him. Any last thoughts? Um, what's, you know, we, we've got people across the world, 50 countries, that maybe don't have resources, but they have a vision, and they okay. want to tell a story. And we have the greatest story ever told. And um, give them yeah, a little but, bit of inspiration if you can.
1: Okay. Well, the Word of God is anointed. It is blessed. It is powerful. It is effective we just need to carry it and i love the parable of the wineskin matthew 9:17 don't put new wine in old wineskins what is a wineskin a wineskin is that's what we are that's what media is you know media is a way to package something and deliver it and wrap it and if nothing else somebody said content is king well the word of god is king Don't forget that. And all your job is to do is to leverage what you have in your hands to deliver that message. You're the wineskin. That's all it is. You're an ambassador. Become students of the culture. Study it. Find out what the needs are. What is the message you have? And how can that message be put into context that it can be accepted, understood, and transformative? That's that's my life message. Um,
0: and make it interesting.
1: Make it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Desirable. Yeah, we're, we're strangers, but we need to we're, we're we're aliens in this world, but we need to be desirable aliens, you know, that people come to us that we're that we attract. It's the Christ in us that attracts people. And then we need to use not just a spoken word, but our crafts, our media, our creativity, our arts, whether it's knitting, whether it's sound. I love Martin Luther's quote. In the early 1500s, at great risk of his life, he, he translated the Bible and made it accessible. I, I, and we need to be modern day Martin Luther's. Later in his life, he wrote to this. To get his point across, the preacher must employ devices used in the graphic arts for the attention of the common man is aroused by illustrations and examples more readily than by profound Disputations. He prefers a painted picture to a well written book. I can leave it at that. He said a lot more about art. That's Martin Luther.
0: 500 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. There's a guy. I I tell you what, you and I, when we get to heaven, let's go find Martin Luther and we'll, uh, you get on the right side, I'll get on the left and we'll pepper him with questions.
1: Let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us and establish thou the work of our hands. Yay, the work of our hands, establish thou it. Psalm 95. That's uh, my life verse.
0: I'm going to leave it right at that. Orlin Stauffer, thank you for being a wonderful uh, guest in this conversation today. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you, Craig. It has been refreshing to me to share these uh, ideas and, re- and put this all together to express what's on my heart in, in this wonderful platform that you have, Six Ways to Sunday. I pray all the best for you
0: thank you. Thank you very much, Arlene. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.